Hello and welcome back to Zenat's Inspirational Tips to Wellness. Now before I begin on my next episode, or the season, should I say season five, I just want to say if any of those listeners out there are listening back to this in a couple of years time, because it is now December 2020, I just want to say that this podcast is based on the pandemic that we've had over the last year from 2019 um, to, to date, which is 2020, um, December. And, you know, it has been an incredible journey for thousands and millions of people all over the world. And I just want to say that as we build ourselves to come together, we are stronger and there will be light at the end of the tunnel. You know, each and every single one of us have been through obstacles and challenges and just incredible journeys. We've all been, uh, you know, in the same sea, but all in different boats. So we're all sailing in boats, different types of boats, but across the same sea. But believe me, there is hope out there. And, you know, there's been lots of difficulties in terms of people's jobs, job loss, job redundancies, people looking for new careers, reinventing their, their career paths. It has not been easy. But there are lots and lots of success stories out there. So, you know, the reason why I wanted to do this podcast was because I know that we're still not out of the woods yet. But there is hope. There is uh, a virus injection in process. But I know that people are slowly starting to try and go back to work. So this podcast is based on the fear of going back to work because absolutely there is going to be a lot of fear amongst many people about going back to work. So as we know, the COVID-19 led to sudden life changes as employees were asked to stay at home and work or be furloughed, if at all that was possible. Some were also made redundant, unfortunately. It was the type of life leap that few would dare to make and yet, We have hugely adjusted. It has even led to surprising revelations about how different life can be. So there has been some positives out of this. There's also been some very negatives out of this. But as workplaces start to reopen and we slowly return to what we might call the normal and whatever that means to each individual, employees are facing another major upheaval. What happens if you are wary about going back to work? Well, here I want to consider the reasons why you don't want to return to work and how to ease your fears. Now we know change is challenging. Nobody, or I shouldn't say nobody, but many of us do not like changes. It is easy to drift along within our comfort zones, feeling somewhat safe. Yet, conversely, humans have an inner drive and eventually kicks against the unchanging routine. We are all destined to grow. Now, I realise that if I were a stable, prudent and static person, I'd live in death. Therefore, I accept the confusion, the uncertainty, 
fear and emotional ups and downs because that's a price that I'm willing to pay for a fluid, perplexed and exciting life. And it's about, you know, looking beyond those challenges, your vision, your goals. Because thinking about, is it, you know, do you want to stay where you are? Now I know, yet change is hard, especially when it is forced upon us and we feel we have no control over our lives. But what would also be challenging is if we knew our lives would be exactly the same from start to finish. Just have a think about that. Alongside the major changes during the pandemic, you know, have come loads of different um, questions. Lots of questions have risen up. You know, COVID-19 has, without a, do a doubt, sorry, forced us to ask ourselves questions. What we want to do in life? What do we want from life? It has also made us face our mortality, as well as the fear of losing loved ones. Now, going back to work kicks up all of this. So the fears around returning to the office, an existential moment. Some people have realized they prefer being at home, doing their hobbies, their interests, um, having a more work-life balance, spending more time with their loved ones or their children and families. You know, having done this during lockdown, they are probably finding themselves reluctant to give it up. And yes, who, who doesn't want a better work-life balance? So going back to the office full-time means that they return to a life they are not sure that they still want or want anymore. Feeling uncertain, confused, or questioning your future and your career are normal in these circumstances. Accept these fears but if you are feeling absolute dread at going back, you know what? This could be telling you something. It could be that gut feeling. For example, the timing isn't perfect for job hunting. So listen to your inner voice, that gut feeling, and think about changes in the longer term. This could also herald a positive change. Even if you don't want a career switch, you could actually plan a more balanced lifestyle. Now, what, what will the office be like now? With all the talk of one-way systems, social distancing and hygiene, the place you knew so well will be different without a doubt. This can trigger our critical and anxious inner voices to come up with a whole panoply of concerns. Will the workplace be different? How will I fit in? The what ifs. There's going to be lots and lots of thoughts, these negative thoughts going through your mind, such as, furthermore, what if the work I did during lockdown wasn't good enough, even though I was in touch with the office all the way through? I was, you know, also worried about the new layout. What would it be like? What would it be sitting far away from my work colleagues? You know, the, the social connections with each other, the conversations that you might have. So these are concerns and these are legitimate 
concerns that we have, but it's okay to have them. What I suggest is get as much information as you can from the company, from your workplace, before you return to work and chat to colleagues for mutual support. You're only going to help yourself and know by opening up those conversations. So discuss your career, discuss the work-life balance changes with your friends and families and colleagues. But remember, at the end, the ultimate choice is always yours. Now thinking about the fear of infection, there have been varied responses to COVID-19. Some people are pretty blasé about it, while others are in fear of their lives and get angry at those who don't seem to be taking the health threat seriously. At home, you have a lot of control over how you address the virus. In the office and on your commute, once you start that up again, if you need to use public transport, that is, you begin to lose that control and it loosens. You can hopefully trust your company to do the right thing, but you can't control the attitudes and behaviors and actions of fellow colleagues or commuters. Regarding the commute, you can try to find other ways to travel, although that is not always possible. Um, you know, it depends on where you live. So thinking about all options, lay out your options, write them down, think about what are the possible ways that I can get back into commuting to work. And please have those conversations with your managers, your bosses, your leadership. Now in the workplace, if you feel a colleague is breaking the guidelines and you would prefer them to be more respectful, address your anger internally and ask yourself first, what is triggering your reaction? Instead of the immediate outburst that you might have to try and have a reasoned conversation that does not involve personal attack, don't come out with, what do you think you're doing? Say something factual and less heated, such as, we are different in how we are responding to the pandemic. However, I prefer to keep one meter or two meters apart. So language is really, really important when confronting other people. But also remember, you know how you are feeling your thoughts, but you also don't know what's going on with the other party. So try to be aware of that. So let me give you some tips on how to move forward. Be flexible. Humans are amazingly adaptable. If you, you know, it's incredible how we as humans can adapt to different situations when we really think about it. I mean, look at what you've gone through. You know, all although, you know, some of will have suffered this, you know, grief and loss and are living, you know, a deep, sorrowful hole in the world. But you know what? You are adaptable and you are flexible. And there is resilience. You need to find that within you. So if you can be flexible, it will stand you in a good steed. It is often thought that um, Charles Darwin's survival of the fittest belief referred to the strongest people, but it is widely interpreted as being adaptable. 
1963, at a convention of the Southwestern Social Science Association, Professor Leon C. Megerson said, it is not the strongest that survives, but the species that survives is the one that is able best to adapt and adjust to the changing environment in which it finds itself. So just take a moment to think about that. Think about how you are as a person and how your, what your journey has been so far. The next tip is take your time. You know, returning to work is another disruption to your routine. You have no control over this decision, but you can take control of your well-being, your mental health and well-being, because that is paramount. Try to have a pleasurable day before going back to work to take your mind off any anxieties or stress or worries that you might have. So, for example, taking a nice long walk through the woodlands, the forest, going for a bike run, uh, sorry, bike ride or a run, chilling with your friends or family, um, doing your favorite hobbies like reading, painting, you know, just do something, whatever floats your boat. And the aim for the chilled evening and a good night's sleep, assuming you work the day shifts. And if it's night shifts, have a look how you can adapt to that. It is often best not to make snap decisions during a crisis. If you ever have the luxury of time, then think about how you want your future to be and work towards that. Once out of the crisis, you may find that you think differently. And don't make those heated decisions. So take your time. If your focus and your mind isn't quite there and you're stressed out, that is not the time to make decisions. So take your time. And again, going back to what I said earlier, have those conversations. The other thing is about, you know, try and think of positives, right? I know everyone keeps saying, think positively, think positively. It's never that easy but you can do it when you just literally take that time you will always find something positive in a situation it's not all bad your workplace will need to follow safety guidelines sorry guidelines without a doubt so for the time being most public transport is not heaving with commuters and you will get to reconnect with your colleagues that you like so um, think about how you are going to prep yourself to feel more relaxed. And if you're thinking about fears, okay, so to address those fears, to think more positive, any fears about your ability to do the job are likely to be momentary because of the crisis of your confidence. Now, as a psychotherapist worked with clients during the on um, online during sorry during the lockdown online, when she went through uh, went back to face to face consultations, she became curiously anxious. So even though she had been doing the work for years, she still felt out of practice. But within minutes of being back with her first clients, she was fine. So it does take time, but again, it's how you set your mindset up. So listen to your fears, don't disregard them. Okay, acknowledge them, acknowledge the triggers as to why you're feeling them, because that is really important. And accept that others may think differently, 
Give yourself time to address your concerns and know that the reality may not live up to the worries. Now, if any of this has inspired you, triggered a thought or a feeling, and you want to get in touch to discuss anything in, within your life at the moment at this time regarding your mental health and well-being, even going back to work, your belief systems, your confidence levels, your values, then please do get in touch. I'm Zeenat Narani, a mental health and well-being coach. If you would like to get in touch with me, visit my website, zenatnarani.com. Remember, there is light at the end of the tunnel. It's how you choose to view your vision and how you want to create your mindset. Let me help you empower your mind to live the life that you desire.